Welcome to Transformation or the podcast for field services tradies. My name is Adrian Fedini from Transformation. We are a coaching and sales training business for field services tradies. What are field service tradies? They are maintenance tradies. They are the guys that keep Australia running. I am so excited. We have a special guest today, Katrina McCarter, uh, best uh, selling author for multiple books here. We have the mother of all opportunities and marketing to mums. Katrina is a marketing specialist, speaker, and business advisor who specializes in helping business owners sell more effectively to the world's most powerful consumer mums. A prolific researcher in mother's behavior, Katrina has published two books, as I mentioned, Marketing to Mums in 2016 and The Mother of All Opportunities, which is launched in last October in New York. An award-winning businesswoman and mother of three, Katrina is sought after award-winning international speaker, regular contributor to business media appearing in The Age, Australian, Sydney Morning Herald, and Channel 7, and ABC Radio. In 2020, she was named Remonster's Woman to Watch list of 100 global leaders in business disruption. I think that's a pretty good intro. How are you, Katrina? <laughs> I'm feeling pretty fantastic after you reading that out. Um, thanks, Adrian. No, it's great to be Pleasure. here and chatting with you today. So look, for our listeners who aren't quite familiar who you are and about your business, can you briefly tell us what is what do you do and, and how did you, basically, what do you do? Yeah, yeah, look, absolutely. Um, I run a marketing and research consultancy called Marketing to Mums. And uh, I see myself as a marketing strategist. And what I do is I specialize in working with businesses to attract more mothers and families to their businesses. Essentially, that's that's what I do. So I will, you know, start working with a client from a startup right through to a corporate. And I get in there and I assess kind of what they currently do and where their gaps might be. And then I work out what's the most profitable segment of the mum market for that business. And then I help them build a strategy that they can then implement into their business. And I support them do that. I love the fact that you focus on the most profitable one lines up beautifully with our, our purpose. Our purpose is to create profitable businesses that make a positive impact upon their community. And it all makes sense if you, if you follow the money to start with, and then most more people get helped and served along the way. I love that distinction. So tell us a little bit about your journey and how you got to where you are today. Yeah, yeah, great question. So I've got uh, 20 years sales and marketing experience. You know, I went through uni, I did a business degree and I did all my kind of professional uh, experience uh, working in the grocery industry. So I used to run uh, the Arnott's Biscuit sales team at one stage, um, but I spent a lot of time with Mars Pet Care and sell it, looking after the Coles uh, supermarket account for, you know, Powell and Whiskers, dog pet 
pet food. Yep. Um, but my real learnings for me came in 2011. I'd had my three kids. I'd had a bit of a career break about five years off and I wanted to get back into work. And I really, really wanted to have my own business. And I was 39 at the time. And I thought, you know what? It is now or never. And I launched an online shopping website for mums that I grew to a community of 150,000 mums before I actually sold that business in 2016. And what I found when I grew this community of mums was they kept telling me just how unhappy they were with the way businesses were communicating with them. And I used to put out a whole lot of sales promotions and ads for other businesses and they would pay me for that. And I would get an advertiser come to me with their creative copy and I would just go, this is so not going to land or connect with mothers. Um, And I realized that there was this real gap in the market, that businesses didn't know how to communicate and convert mums to a sale and mums were just getting increasingly unhappy. So that's when I decided that I was going to jump in all in and launch my marketing to mums consultancy business. Yeah, I can, I totally can see how you uh, mothers as a group would be feeling even angered. To, I mean, I know it could sound a bit extreme, but you can't lump every single mother in the world or in Australia into one group. Um, I've, I've read marketing to mum. So do, would you like to tell us a little bit more about the actual the groups and uh, that you've come up with? Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I think I'll, I'll start by saying that there are 6.2 million mothers in Australia. We're all different um, and trying to go out for uh, all mums, trying to target all mums in your area is going to mean that you're going to connect with none because yep. they're not clear about who you're trying to target if you're talking to them. Um, Now, mums are responsible for six point, sorry, $132 billion of spending in this country every year. (laughs) So they are super, super powerful. They may not be the person that picks up the phone and books their tradie in, although often they are, but they're certainly making the decision behind, uh, but behind, you know, in the family um, with discussions over, over the dinner table. So what I really see is that there are, there are lots of different segments of mothers. Firstly, I would say I look at the generational segments because there's really different ways that you would communicate with different generations of mothers. And I'll give you a great example. I used to do a lot of work for um, indoor play centres and we did a research uh, project to identify who the most profitable mum was for each venue. Half their venues appealed to a millennial mother and half their venues appeal appeal to a Gen X mother. So a Gen X mother is someone who's aged about 39 through to 53, and a millennial mother uh, is from about 24 up to 38. So it's it's younger mum. Now, with the millennial mums, they're all about bonding with their child and enriching their relationship. So all the local marketing was around the importance of play and having fun and having special quality time with your child. All the Gen X mum venues, um, those mothers are all about, you know, save me some time, make this efficient, make this convenient for me. So for her, her, it was all about the great comfortable couches, good quality coffee, free Wi-Fi so she can multitask and get some of her work done while the kid's playing. So it's a completely different promotional focus. So it's really important uh, to really know what's that most profitable segment for your business and then you can develop what your messaging and your promotional strategy might be. That makes that. so much sense when you play uh, when you lay it out like that, and, and people don't, uh, especially if 
Uh, my tradie market is probably 90% male and they may not even be fathers yet. So they're not, they can't relate to their wife as a, as a mother yet. Um, and they kind of think of all mums as, sorry, all, all their marketing to mums as their mum. And that just misses the point so dramatically. I, I really like those distinctions. Yeah, look, um, I, I see it. I do see it a lot. And um, it's, it's one of the biggest issues that I see when I go into a business. Like I, I consulted to a business that spends over a million dollars in their marketing every year. They've got a, a large number of baby brands. And when I asked them, tell me about your mum for each of these brands, they said, oh, well, she's 25 to 45. And it's the same mum who buys across all brands. And I went, well, that's not possible. And mm. 25 to 45, you're talking about both a millennial mum and a Gen X mum. So immediately I know there is a problem with their communications. I know that straight away. So the first thing that I would, I just really think that it's worthwhile clearly identifying that most profitable segment. So if, you know, for people listening, think about who are the, who are the clients that you get that you love working with? Yeah. Um, they refer business into you. They continually... Um, um, bring you in for work and, and, and it's a really enjoyable relationship. You know, what do they look like? What are the common characteristics there? And that will give you some great insights to start with. I, look, it happens so often that, um, and, and I must admit, even a long time, 15, 20 years ago when I started my plumbing business, you just kind of shotgun spray and you think, get it out to everyone and as many people as possible. And when you fail to niche, you, you try to be all things to everyone, as you mentioned before, and you become nothing to, to pretty much everybody. And I think it's just such a crucial part to understand, like a theme that I love to run by is less is more. How can I get that laser focus rather than that shotgun spray and hone down on it? I'm completely on the same page with you, but it's pretty scary as a business owner to say, okay, I'm just going after this segment of the market. And I know from a lot of my clients that that can be pretty frightening. I can't tell you the impact of those that are willing to take that risk and really laser focus and be super strategic. Yeah. They always say the, 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 the niche is worth thin, but it is deep. So, okay. Yeah. I'd love to ask you a couple of more questions here. So, what do you think that every business needs to consider? Uh, why, beg your pardon, why do you think every business needs to consider mums more? I mean, you've told us $130 billion. I mean, that alone is, is a massive number. What else could you add to that? Yeah, well, it's every single year as well. Like it's year in, year out that they're responsible for it. It's ongoing. The other thing that I would say is that uh, I've seen research. I'm a really big researcher. I really believe in it. But I've seen some US research that actually says that when a woman becomes a mother, she's eight times more likely to talk about brands. Yeah. So I'll say that again. She's eight yeah, times please. more likely to talk about brands. So she yeah. becomes like this mini influencer in her own right just by giving birth. And she's out there talking to people and having an opinion about businesses. So if you can uh, be having a really positive message to that mum, if that mum's had a positive experience with your business, she is going to be out there talking to everyone in her network about your business. Yeah, so that's a massive opportunity to really promote your word of mouth marketing and reduce your marketing expenses. That's the real opportunity. Yeah, uh, who, yeah, exactly right. Well, uh, I think wages and uh, marketing will be your number one and two expenses inside your business. So, first of all, we I mean, money's finite; we can't waste it. So, you you better be getting your return on investment. Um, do you ever talk about return on investment on your marketing spend? I know that's a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. 
I, I do. Look, I'm probably someone who's really into resource. I call it resourceful marketing. So yep. I'm really conscious about my spend. And the first thing that I like to exercise is having a look at what are all the free things that I can be oh. doing that are going to have a massive impact. And I can tell you, if you're wanting to attract more mums, uh, really focus hard on your customer experience. If you are, so mums already have a higher expectation on customer experience than anyone else in the marketplace which makes it really hard to meet her expectations. But if you can exceed it, she goes out and she really starts talking about you. And that to me is if you can activate her, um, you are significantly going to reduce your need to advertise. And the other kind of things that I do, I do a heap of marketing collaborations. So if there's a a way that you can partner with another another trade business that's not in competition to you and cross-refer, that's a great way to to be accelerating your business growth. So I do a lot of that kind of work first before I suggest, you know, putting in for Facebook and Google ads and things like that. Yeah. And Google AdWords, if you don't know what you're doing or you don't have a good company behind you, that's just an absolute money pit and you don't get the return on investment. So it's especially for, for the younger guys or the, the guys starting out in business, you need to cherish, like, um, I think as Rita Davenport said, um, uh, money or cash is not everything, but it ranks up there with oxygen. <laughs> and he's running the cash and the business suffocates pretty, 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 pretty bloody quickly. Yeah, um, so true. I, you, you're leading lovely into our next, uh, nicely into our next question. What tips would you give business owners to attract more mothers to their business? Oh, good, great, great question. Look, the first one, as I said, you've got to nail and understand who your most profitable segment of the mum market is. That is just numero uno, the first thing to do. Second thing I would say that works really, really effectively is that if you're online and if you're, you know, you've got a website, you've got your social media, mums don't like direct selling where it's like buy now. They hate, they're really rejecting that hard push sales message it's really a softly softly approach with them and what they really respond to is what I call story selling and that's where you're just sharing the story of another customer that you've worked with in their area and and share their experience working with you that has enormous impact because what they say is they're just like me you know they must be good that company must be good they've had a really good experience that is the way to sell to mothers. So that that would definitely be my second tip would be looking at story selling. Finally, I would say I do a lot of research and um, I repeat it every, every few years. And we have found that the number one thing that influences mum's purchase behavior is a testimonial, a written testimonial, not a mum-to-mum verbal recommendation that might surprise you. So um, I have uh, tested this in 2016 with more than 1,800 Australian mums and again in 2019 and a written testimonial or rating or review will outpoll that mum-to-mum verbal recommendation. So make sure that you have a really strong testimonial strategy that after you finish your service that you are making sure that you are following up and 
asking for that testimonial. But it's not just to have them. It's also then you've got to start amplifying them. Yeah, yeah, I say to my clients, you should have one testimonial up on your social media at least once a fortnight, if not once a week. So you can put that on a beautiful branded background with your website um, address on or your business logo. And you can even just, you know, introduce that with a, you know, so wrapped to get these kind of responses from my from my customers and put up that branded testimonial. It's super they're, influential. They are fantastic strategies. Thank you very much. Now, is, it, is there such thing as too much posting of testimonials? Would you say um, once a week would be fine, but maybe every second or third day is too much? Where, is I, there a- I actually wouldn't say that's too much. It's a really interesting question. Um, yeah, no, I think you could probably do two two a week. Uh, they're, they're super influential. So be thinking about like if you've got a Google, if people are discovering you through Google, then you need to be directing people to do their reviews on Google. If you find that you're really uh, Facebook-led, that you're getting a lot of clients through Facebook, then you need to make sure that they're putting them out on Facebook. So you need to establish that when you first identify who your most profitable segment of the mum market is. And you can do that through research. So I'm often brought in to do research to identify that. And also, uh, so you find out who your most profitable mum is, but you also find out how they're discovering you. And that's where you want to direct them for the, for the reviews. We haven't released the podcast yet, but our last one we recorded was with uh, Brian Rea of Podium. Uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Podium. They're partly uh, owned by Google and they help the tradies once they're on site actually get that testimonial, that five-star review on firstly on Google and then secondly on Facebook. So that actually ties in really well. Oh, well, great. For anyone listening then, make sure if you haven't listened to that episode <laughs> that you put it on straight after this one because it will be an important one there. for you. <laughs> Uh, look, I just wanted to add another little point that you said before, um, the story selling. I love it. I absolutely love it. In one of our courses, we talk about the, um, again, generalizing, which is dangerous, but we talk, there's some distinct differences, obviously between men and women in the sense of how they interact and men can be very transactional, like here, buy this now. And a a man or or a bloke or a tradie might think that's normal, but definitely storytelling and, and relationship focus and nurturing is much, much more powerful as you already mentioned. And we had, it's lovely to hear that you're saying the same things there. Can, can I just say, add to something there in terms of that difference between men and women, um, what we find is that women will, ta- will do a lot more research, a lot more behind the scenes research in, in making that decision um, as to which tradie, which tradie business to go with. So um, she wants to know everyone who's available. She wants to have checked a lot of them out before but before she'll actually commit. Uh, so don't be surprised to get that kind of reaction. Your role then is to make sure that your reviews are really easy to find, that there's lots of people talking about you so that she's kind of had a lot of those touch points before uh, she actually picks up the phone. Would you, uh, I mean, video is massive these days testimonial videos popping up on your website? Was that going to be Absolutely. Too- no. So mums digest video much more easily than written, than written words. Yeah. So um, I really, I think video is a great opportunity. Uh, don't think that they need to be polished. You don't need a professional videographer. Mum actually really responds to just you getting on your, uh, on your iPhone or whatever phone you have and just recording something in the, in the ute and yeah. uploading that onto, onto Facebook. Yeah, definitely. Lovely. Thank you so much. All right. This is going great. I love to ask you some of the questions we ask every single one of our guests. 
It's our uh, like a little. Uh, it's almost our tradition uh, at Transformational. So the first one is who inspires you? It can be in the industry, it can be in business, it can be in life. Um, who inspires you, and why do they inspire you? Okay, great question. I'd love to answer this in two ways. Certainly in terms of my industry, there's a guy called Mike Johnston who's over in the UK. He used to work with Harley Davidson um, on their marketing. He's now with Volvo UK. I love the way Volvo um, in the UK uh, target mothers. They take an insight and they really challenge uh, society's thinking. So to me, I absolutely am inspired by the work there. In terms of personally, my mum is, is a massive inspiration because she's shown me all the way along to have big dreams and don't listen to the naysayers. So, And she's, she's kind of been my example of that. So grew up, she was a single mum. Everyone said she couldn't, you know, build this beautiful designer home. Home and she managed to convince the leading architect, you know, to do a really small project and she went off and did it. So she's, she's really been um, quite inspiring for me. And mother's great. <laughs> yeah, mums are awesome. <laughs> okay, what is the, big, uh, the biggest challenge you've faced in business and how did you overcome it? Oh, a really good question. So when I first launched Marketing to Mums, I found that the media, business media, not interested in mums. They mm. just don't not interested. And there's an assumption that you're talking about stay at home mums or, you know, hobby businesses, etc. And I don't think that they really compute the buying power of mothers. So in terms of how I tackled that, I went off with research and I now undertake three research projects a year so that all my information is data driven. And it's sharing research and reports. So at the moment, I've just released a big one on what we call ISO mums. And it's understanding the impacts of of home isolation on mothers' buying behaviour. So I'm always, always looking to release new reports. And I found that has been really helpful in in, um, showing just why um, the business media need to listen and hear from mothers. That's fantastic. Okay, and what is something that you've learned? It can be anywhere you've learned in your personal life, professional life that can actually, because one of our trademarks is learn today, earn tomorrow, and we like to stay consistent with that. What's something that um, our listeners could learn, uh, learn from you that you've learned recently that we could share with the audience? Something I'm ongoingly learning, I would definitely say protect your energy. Be really selective both personally and professionally. Who are the people that you spend time with? Um, I think it's super, super important that you are, are surrounded by really positive people, particularly when you're a business owner. Being a business owner is bloody hard work. It's stressful um, and not everyone understands that. So you need to have a safe space that you can go and talk with with other business owners. I have an accountability group of three other business owners that I speak to once a month and it's that we're all uh, in different industries uh, but it's a place that we can pitch business ideas, what we're up to, if we've got a difficult client, um, if we're having a, a, a you know problem that we want to be able to workshop. Um, so that's one thing that I've done professionally. Personally, probably about 10 years ago, I really had a look at who I was spending my time with. And there was a couple of negative people that I've just decided I will spend less time with, like really actively protecting that energy. I, I, that couldn't have come even for me. You're going to make me all teary. I, I, <laughs> I, I know we both know Keen McLaughlin and anyone that knows me personally, I get inspired often and tear up. 
that couldn't have come at a better time for me personally. And I'm sure it's exactly the same for my audience. Katrina, thank you so much. I, I'm such an honor. We'd love to get you back in maybe six or 12 months. Uh, you've already got two books. Well, is there a third one on the way or you're going to have a bit of a rest? I, I've got to say that I can do a book about every three years. It, it's a lot of kind of research work, but I'm brewing this, this new idea around, I love marketing partnerships and I'm considering whether I might do something next year in that. We would love to see you and hear about it and uh, read it ourselves. So thank you so much. We definitely have some offers here. Um, Katrina has got a, a URL, marketingthemums.com.au forward straight. There's free postage if you're interested in, in looking at her book. Um, we can't thank you enough for coming on. And we look forward to yeah, hearing what happens with you next. And thank you for being our guest today on Transformational. Hey, it's an absolute pleasure. I've loved being on the show. Thanks very much for having me, Adrian. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Transformational. You can follow Katrina on Facebook at Marketing to Mums or LinkedIn at Katrina McCarter. To learn more about Marketing to Mums target market, head to marketingtomums.com.au where you can find Katrina's podcast, latest books, and much, much more. That's all for now. See you on the next episode. This podcast is brought to you by Transformation, helping maintenance strategies across Australia learn today and earn tomorrow. To find out more about Transformation, you can check us out on Instagram at trades underscore formation or head to our website at tradesformation.com.au. Plus, for our Sydney-based listeners, come join us at our next Tradie Info session. That'll be on the 25th of August at 7 a.m. to 8.30. It's only one and a half hours Tickets are only $5 and you get a lovely coffee included in that. And you'll also be able to hear all about our program and how you can possibly join up. <laughs>